the conspiracy between the meteoric, how do you say that? Meteoric, meteoric rise of Lady Gaga and her mediocre downfall. We find out the truth behind that. Even though I botched that opening, I think I'm going to keep going. Mars makes Earth look like a little punk. And we look into the odd world of the transabled today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Welcome everyone to Dead Rabbit Radio. It's, uh, once again, it's like 91 degrees. It's 11.30 at night, and now I know I sound like a whiner because I'm sure people are listening to... The, actually, I'm, people, I'm looking at the stats. There are people all over the, uh, all over the world listening to this show. I shouldn't say all over the world, but more countries in America. So that's awesome. Thank you, guys and gals. And I'm sure it's a lot hotter in other places, but man... Um, Maybe you have fans. I don't have fans because I have to record this show. So, I was thinking about this today. I recently, let's say back in April, I had quit taking nicotine. And there's a particular reason why. Now, for one, it's very expensive. Like, that was kind of the prime reason. But it raises your blood pressure, too. Nicotine is a natural constrictor of your capillaries, so it... Raises your blood pressure. Now, as a 41-year-old man, sometimes that can be difficult. If you know what I mean. Erections. So, I th- that's it's funny because when I think about being like, oh man, I need some more nicotine, I should start chewing again. I'm thinking, oh dude, but... You know it's not going to be good for your... It's not going to be good for you. It's it, it's going to cause problems. It didn't cause problems when I was younger. <clears throat> I don't think any any young man has really an erection, erection issue. Um, but I remember once... Now, I have personally have a thing where I don't sleep in public. I hate sleeping in public. It, I just feel super vulnerable. I used to take the bus everywhere. and I used to be out and about a lot. I hated sleeping in public. Well, one day... I had a doctor's appointment. It was right across. It was right around the house. It was right around the corner from my apartment. And I had a doctor's appointment. It had something to do with my back. I really didn't want to go. I was super tired. The appointment was like 9 in the morning. So I get up. And I'm just like throwing a shirt. I was wearing like some sweatpants. And like I think I probably just had some flip-flops on. I walk around the corner. I go sit in this dentist office. And I'm just exhausted. I'm absolutely exhausted. It's 9 in the morning and I'm dead tired. And so that's what life is generally like when you're 25. You're just tired because you're up all night. So anyways, I fall asleep in the dentist's I'm in the doctor's office, which I'm in the doctor's waiting room, which again is something I don't normally do, but I figured I'm in a waiting room. What, what could the problem be? Like, really, if someone wants to stab me in the neck, at least I'm in a doctor's office, right? He can patch me up. So anyways, fall asleep. Deep sleep. Deep, deep sleep. And I remember, wait, so I'm sitting in the doctor's waiting room. So it's like I am have my back to the wall. I'm sitting on this row of chairs. And when I fall asleep, there's no one else in the waiting room. When I wake up, sitting, ac- sitting across from me is a woman probably a little bit older than I was at the time. 
She looked like she had seen some of H.P. Lovecraft's greatest horrors just spread out among the world. She looked like she was watching the rape of the universe in front of her. The look on her face was completely horrified. There was a man sitting next to her who had a kind of a different expression, maybe a little bit bemused, a little bit curious to how this event was going to play out. So I wake up, and I see her face first, and I kind of look at the man. And then, for whatever reason, I figured I some something something told me to look down. Huge boner. Huge boner sticking up through, not through the uh, sweatpants, but, you know, pressed against the sweatpants. Now, I had the advantage of, one, being young, <laughs> two, um, it being like morning wood. So it's like that super hard thing you get in the morning. Oh, and and to to I I didn't know what to do in the situation. I simply just kind of like a pretend, <laughs> pretended that it wasn't there. I I kind of just like sat up straight. I you know I wasn't trying to like touch it and kind of maneuver it and hide it. It just kind of went away on its own, but I mean <laughs> relatively slowly. I might have read a magazine or something like that. I pick up <clears throat> end up picking up People magazine. It's like. Pictures of Britney Spears, but no, I mean, so what do you do in that situation? And here's the thing. You get boners like that when you're young all the time and when you're healthy all the time. But as you get older and you're not healthy, it's not, it's not, you know, it may not be kicking it. You know, you may not be getting those instant boners like you were getting when you were younger. So that, and now I do because I quit nicotine like it's actually brought me back to that level i'd been chewing and then i switched the nicotine tablets for about 15 years maybe a little bit longer and now it's just like it's back to normal um so i so take that little story i think you guys should um if you're using nicotine now's probably a good time to stop despite like the money thing and despite the cancer thing and all of that it just hurts your boner and that's a bad thing. That's a bad thing. That being said, it's super hot in here. And let's see. I'm trying to think of a segue. Okay, let's go from the, the boner. What's boner plus hot equal? Lady Gaga. I mean, to some people, I actually liked Lady Gaga when she first came out. And that plays a big part in this conspiracy we're going to be talking about. And the reason why I wanted to... People ask me, so what can... You know, because I'm always kind of like, oh, the resistance of light, it's garbage. And this conspiracy is garbage. And people will ask me, you do a conspiracy podcast, so what conspiracies do you actually believe in? Do you just poo-poo? There are conspiracy theories that I believe in. This is one of them. This is one of them. Now, it may be you could probably sit sit me down and show me a bunch of facts and go that what you believe is absolutely flat out not true. But I, I this is a conspiracy theory that I, I heard about, you know, a couple years ago, and it just tracks it tracks incredibly well for me. I do believe it. So well, let's just go ahead and jump in. So what happened was years and years and years and years ago. I know that's not very specific, but there were two singers, Lena Morgan and Stefani Germato. Germato. And they uh they were both trying to get record deals. They were actually <clears throat> both had record deals at the time. They're both nobodies. 
But Lena Morgan, Lena Morgana was actually the bigger of the two. And Stefani was kind of like a co-writer, kind of like a backup singer. And Stefani came from a very, very rich family. She went to the same school as Nikki Hilton. She kind of had a blessed life. And Lena really, like, struggled growing up. She was raised by a single mother. And she was finally breaking into show business. And Lena also had a, a, an odd habit. She would dance on rooftops, which, I mean, I guess in New York City, it's kind of a romantic idea, you know, dancing on rooftops. You're totally free. You're like a bird and all of that stuff. Well, Lena had her songs. She had her look. She had her entire personality. And Stefani was just kind of a piano player and piano playing musician, kind of like almost like a jewel type And Lena was just cranking out these great songs. There's videos of her. She just had this really unique look. And what we start, what people started to see was Stefani, Stephanie, Stefani was kind of starting to crib her style a bit. Well, what happens is one day, Lena takes a 10-story dive off of a building, dies. Some people say she killed herself. Some people say that it was an accident. She was dancing and she fell off accidentally. But what's interesting, so she's 19 years old, singer-songwriter. She has this record deal. She's doing, doing, these, um, doing music videos. She Even if we say she kills herself, the news is kind of swept under the rug. It's not necessarily like banned, but it's not trumpeted now we see like when young people kill themselves or when these tragic things happen even if it's kind of a quote unquote nobody you still hear about it they're like so and so this rising star or this youtube personality or this or that you don't have to be super famous because tragedy works well in the news so this 19 year old girl she either kills herself or she falls off a building on accident it's kind of like a story that people tend to hear about because it's so tragic but it kind of gets swept under the rug her Wikipedia page, which she had one, because again, she wasn't like a nobody. She was a rising star. Her Wikipedia page disappears. And Lady Gaga is born. Now, Lady Gaga is the stage name for Stefani Germano. Germanato, however it is. And she took the look. She took a lot of the looks of uh, Alina. She took... That that kind of fashionable attitude, which uh, Stefani hadn't had before. But see, that's all, to me, hearsay. I mean, that's all, you know, circumstantial. And this is circumstantial, too. But this is what I find fascinating. So Lady Gaga released the album called The Fame. And it was ten songs. And and I'd say I, I liked that album. And I'd say five of them were just, like, instant classics. Like five of them you listen to and you're like, oh, these are these are great songs. And it, like Just Dance is a great song, Paparazzi. Um, I think Alejandro was on that album. Poker Face. These songs were very, very different than what we were hearing on the radio. And that's and and the fame was just this explosive album. It kind of changed, started changing pop music for that time period. And then Lady Gaga released the, the Fame Monster, which was only like a five or six song EP. And now you buy them as one album. Now it's called The Fame Monster. And it's 
the fame and the second the EP put onto one album. But that summer they were released separately because they released the fame. It was such a huge hit. They released the EP. And I remember reading an interview and they asked Lady Gaga, they said, why, why are you just releasing these five or six songs? Why aren't you releasing a whole album? If you have these songs ready to go, I'm sure you have other ones. And Lady Gaga goes, well, these are the songs that I wanted to write. And everyone's like, okay. Then, and the, the songs were, again, the Fame Monster was huge, too. That's where you had uh, Bad Romance. Uh, Alejandro may have been on the Fame Monster, but... Now, here's the weird thing. So, the, the theory is, is that Lady Gaga not only killed or had Lena killed... I guess I should have gotten to that. So the theories is that Lady Gaga had Lena killed or killed her herself, pushed her off the building. And you can say part of the theory is that she did it because to join the Illuminati and it's part of the satanic worship of the music industry. I think a more logical thing is this woman was a better looking, better talented songwriter who had a unique visual style and she was taken out of the game. And Lady Gaga took all of that stuff. And I think that those first two albums, The Fame and The Fame Monster, were Lena's songs. Because Lady Gaga has never come close to putting together anything that's not only stylistically close to those first two albums, but quality-wise. It took a severe downturn. So imagine if you stole someone's songs and you're like, oh, they wrote, you know, 15 songs or whatever. You stole them and then you record them, but then it's time for you to write your own stuff. Well, the next big song she wrote was Stolen as well, and that was Born This Way, which is actually a cribs a lot from Express Yourself by Madonna. But everything, Edge of Glory, Born This Way, applause all these other albums and all these other singles that have come out since are they're completely forgettable they she's belting these big songs she becomes a big like power singer which she wasn't on the first two albums now she sings kind of like now she sounds like everyone else and she does a terrible job at it the first two albums was this very unique songwriting style very unique sound style so one of the conspiracies i believe is Lena was not killed on accident. That she was there. There's three possibilities. One, she was killed on accident, and someone said, "Well, we've invested all this money in her. Let's take this whole thing and give it to Lady Gaga." That's possible. Two, that she someone had her killed to facilitate that move, or three, that Lady Gaga uh, had her, you know, um, had killed her herself. And I think. I mean, the fourth one is that it just happened and, and, you know, it was no big deal. But see, here's my thing. It's it's not the crime, it's the cover-up. If she, if they reported in the newspaper that this young woman died, and that was kind of a known story, if the Wikipedia page was still around, if in interviews Lady Gaga said, yeah, you know, it was really hard when I was just starting off in the music, my best friend, one of my co-songwriters, killed herself, and I've always carried that with me, because we see rappers... Eminem's like, yeah, man, Proof's death still haunts me to this day. Puff Daddy's like, oh, man, I can't, you know, Notorious B.I.G. And and Puff Daddy's been, you know, been been theorized to be part of that whole killing Tupac and then Biggie being killed in response, stuff like that. And it, it wasn't covered up. You know, it's not like uh, Puff Daddy or P. Diddy or Diddy, whatever. He, he doesn't re- talk about it. He talks about it. So why isn't Lady Gaga... They This is what we know for a fact. They were co-songwriters. They knew each other. They hung out together. 
They worked on projects together. That is 100%. So why isn't she addressing it? Not saying for the 800th time I didn't kill anyone. Just being like, you know, she should have been like, yeah, you know, I lost a friend of mine. And she never talks about it. So I think that that's a logical thing. I think those first two albums were not written by Lady Gaga. Maybe she wrote Magic Stick or something. One of the trashier, dumber songs on that album. Because it's just the quality-wise is so different. And I know, like, Metallica has different, you know, quality, but they spread out among, you know, like, the first six Metallica albums were great. And then, I actually like Load and Reload. But anyways, my point being, so that is one of the conspiracy theories that I actually believe in, because people do ask me that. Uh, the second question, the second thing I wanted to talk about, man, and that took a lot of time. So let me see which story would be more interesting. I think I'm going to save the Mars story for tomorrow. Because I think this story is interesting. So you may have heard of trans-abled. These are people who feel like they're not born into the right body. Now, you've heard that with people who are transgendered and transsexual. But these, there's a group of people who believe that I... And I, I came across this years and years ago. I thought it was fascinating. I still think it. I still think it's fascinating. But not in a good way. So uh, basically they go, you know what? My body, I don't, I look at my body and my left leg should be amputated two inches above the knee. When I look at my leg, that's not the right thing. That's not the right thing. And so for years, this is actually a relatively small paraphilia. This was a very, it's basically a fetish. And we'll get into that in this article. But it was a very small minority, and as, as the internet has grown, because when I first read about this was actually probably back in like 99, like the internet, maybe 2000, the internet was still growing. And so you were able to track it, like the number of cases has gone up as more people in the internet can start uh, communicating to each other. So here, here's a quote from this article. I'll post a link in the description. A body modifier has exclusively revealed how his extra limbs feel alien and has restore, resorted to the drastic measure of self-mutilation because he actually wants to be disabled. Now, let's see. So here, this is insane. This is a body, a BIID sufferer is what they describe. I think it's body identification Something, not something. Oh, yeah, uh, body integrity and identity disorder. So that's the technical name for it. So here's what he says. I have been experimenting with crippling my toes for a few years, breaking, freezing, and smashing them. I broke my big toe last May after binding it a lot with a bandage, then hitting it with a hammer. I never let it heal, and by July I had to go to the hospital because the pain was unbearable. How, and then it's the article goes, however, not to be dissuaded, Howard's set to work on his second toe. And then he says, I froze it twice with keyboard cleaner and crushed it with a vice before ad <clears throat> additionally dislocating it. The pain is part of the process. And now I'm working on my third toe. It is bit at a, bent at an angle where the others used to be. Brutal, brutal, brutal. And then he goes, his goal is he goes, what I really want is to lose my left leg high above my knees. So they have this weird fascination. Now, people people say, uh, you know, maybe they're born this way, maybe it's a default. But the reason why I think it, it can be classified as a fetish or a paraphilia is something like this. Now, I understand this is just one person in his experience, but I think 
this can be connected to a lot of other stuff like feederism and, and kind of the damaging fetishes. So the next paragraph asked about the condition's cause. He replies, I believe I've always had BIID, but I do remember a trigger. I was around 10 when I saw an old Vincent Price movie, which showed a guy who lost all his limbs one by one, and I thought, how fascinating. So we know that that's how, how fetishes develop. You're 10, you're 12, you're, you're basically starting to, you know, 6 or whatever, you're basically starting to put together kind of an idea of pleasure and sexual feelings and identity. And that's when the little girl at school keeps throwing her hair in your face just to be like a little dork. She's like, hey, look at my hair. Look at my hair. Look at my hair. Ooh. And then you develop a hair fetish because you start to develop, you start to, you start to feel these feelings that you don't have any sense of context with. And you're thinking, well, it could just be the pretty girl, but your brain starts to make the connection. It's the hair. It's the hair. That's how people develop foot fetishes because when they're starting off going through the, when they're having these feelings when they're young, they see women in really hot shoes and their body goes, ooh. And that's how that is put together. Like, I did a little stand up and, and touched my chest like I was clutching my pearls. You're going to see that, but you understand the concept. So a young person is starting to become sexually aware, but they don't really know how to describe those chemicals and they not latch on. Now, obviously, 99% of people, when they're first starting to become attracted to the opposite sex, they'll see them wearing high heels or girls will see guys in tank tops. That doesn't necessarily cause the fetish. It has to be reinforced over time or it has to be something so particularly odd like this that you can't really replicate it. So he's he's watching this movie, and for whatever reason, it kind of triggered that chemical reaction. Now, hair fetish, foot fetish, uh, you know, stuff like that, That's those are harmless. Being spanked, that's very common because you're being spanked and you don't understand why you're liking it. But anyways, that's very common and very... Um, harmless most men have a breast fetish or a butt fetish and it's the same thing it's it's the same thing you you go back and they'll you can they're talk about their early attractions they'll be like oh yeah it was mrs dinkins and she had a big butt or whatever but no one's smashing their toes open except for this small group of sufferers now here's the thing when i like i said i came i came across this years and you know a decade or two ago at that at that point the thing is is that at this point, and people generally, like, they'll shoot themselves in the hand and they'll go to the doctor and be like, oh, you're going to have to cut my arm off because my hand's blowing up. But at this point, we're getting to, and before doctors were, like, completely against it, helping out. But now we're getting to a point as a society where doctors are debating whether or not they should healthily remove, like, well, it's better for us to do it in an operating center for them to do it in you know, by themselves, like, let's try to help them with this. So, you know, you, that's not, that's, I, I, we can't do that. There's a certain point where as a society, we have to say, you can't remove your arm. You can't remove your leg. You know, you, that's not, that's not healthy. And for a whole host of reasons. You can say sexual, you know, gender, uh, transsexual operation is the same thing as removing of limbs and 
I can see that to a point. But I think there's a huge difference between removing your, you know, your penis and removing your leg. One is that you're going to be dependent on others for the rest of your life. It's going to, you're going to have economic problems. There's that one woman who a doctor injected bleach into her eyes because she should have been born blind. You know, someone wants to get their dick chopped off. Whatever. I'm not going to have a problem with that. Someone's blind. Someone wants to make themselves blind because of some fetish they have. You know, I, you, and I'm sure someone could go, what's the difference? What's the difference? But I think it's pretty obvious what the difference is. One, this person, a blind person, is really pretty much going to become a ward of the state for the rest of their life. They're going to be on unemployment. They're going to, I mean, from a strictly financial level, it's a terrible idea. Two, here's another thing. There are people who accidentally get blinded, who are born blind, and then you're going to have these fakers show up. I guess that's kind of like... Uh, Guy, a transsexual, turning into a woman. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is the same. I don't know. But if someone came to me and said, hey, man, I think I'm a woman and I'm going to have transsexual surgery, I'd be like, uh, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, I, whatever. You do you, dude. Or ma'am. But if somebody came to me and said, I want to have my left arm chopped off. No. No. I, I, I you know. I don't know. I, I would talk him out of that. But it's an, now that I'm kind of saying it aloud, it is an interesting it is an interesting argument because I think the argument that I'm making against transabled people could be made against people who want to become transsexuals and why is one different than the other. Um, that you know what? I'm gonna I, I think I don't think I can come up with an answer for that. I think may I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have a lot of transgendered friends. I don't think I know anyone who's actually transsexual. And the difference is transsexual is where they have the the surgery. So I don't know. I will, uh, well, let's see what you guys think about that. See what, uh, see uh, if if they are the same. Should we treat them the same? Like, am I off basis? Should we allow people to get their arms cut off? I don't know. No, you know what? I No, you shouldn't allow people to get their arms chopped off or chop off major limbs. Because the next thing you know, they'll be like, oh, I'm not supposed to have a stomach. I'm supposed to have a fishbowl in my body. So we got we to gotta draw the line somewhere. You go on, have your dick cut off, whatever. You can't get your arms chopped off. And you can't fucking break your toes. That's the first time I've like actually said the F word on this show. But you can't break your toes with a hammer, bro. That's That's gross and that's super painful. And you're causing some serious damage. And the only reason you're doing this is because you watched a Vincent, Vincent Price movie. So, I, so yeah, no, we can't. You just can't allow this. You can't allow this. That might sound like super controlling. But, yeah. Can't chop your limbs off, bro. I can't believe that I have to say that. But don't. So what did we learn today? Don't use nicotine. Because your boner won't work. Two, Lady Gaga's mediocre now. I used to like her, but she sucks, and I think she's a murderer. And three, uh, don't chop off any body parts uh, unless it's your dick. I don't know. I don't know. Um, just don't, don't, don't smash your toes with a hammer. I mean, I think that's the least that I have to worry about. I'm sure I'll get some hate mail, but I was going to end up getting some hate mail eventually. I'm going to go ahead and end this now and um, turn this fan on and 
probably edit out <laughs> edit out uh, half of it. But uh, maybe not. Maybe I'll just let it stand because I think that's just part of the conversation. My name is Jason Carpenter, and I've, uh, uh, let's try that again. So my name is Jason Carpenter. Thanks for listening to Dead Rabbit Radio, and we will be back tomorrow. Have a great, have a great day. I don't know. I still don't have an, a uh, what's that thing called? An outro. So uh, goodbye.